Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome! Welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show! I'm your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the Ryan Pilkington, ladies and gentlemen! Thank you. Wow, thank you, thank you. that's a good applause. That's yeah, a good. We, we, we don't have a good applause on that thing, do we? No, we just have. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. We got little so. kids applauding. Uh, this is a kid's show now. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to the show. Biz for Good Show, episode 120. Yes, 120. Ryan, tell us about the show. Once a- uh, just kidding. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Biz for Good Show, episode 120. Today we have an amazing guest, Bobby, and it's titled Get Unstuck. Three universal steps to exiting your business with Ashley Michike. 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 We're gonna say it a lot. I'm We're sorry, Ashley. Michike. It's sorry. cool. It's fun. It's fun to say. I like it. Michike. Everybody will remember her now from this show. <laughs> Ashley Michike. Wow. That's, that's a cool name. That's a cool name. Awesome. And we okay. hear it sorry, comes man. from Italian Sicilian. Sicilian. Roots. So be good to this lady. Be good. Kick your butt. <laughs> or at least send people to kick your butt. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, we'll just go into your uh, bio here, Ashley. Uh, Ashley Michike is the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors, an independent financial advisory firm managing $230 million and located just outside of beautiful Portland, Oregon. Ashley specializes in designing, building, and implementing business exit plans to help her business owners secure their financial and most important business decisions to exit from their business. She's on a mission to transition 300 small business owners successfully into retirement in the next 10 years, and she is married to her high school high school sweetheart, and together they have two kids, and four, they're four and one. Is that right? Or they're older? How, how are they? How are they now? No, they're little rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ashley Mitchkay. Mitchkay. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. And I, I've never been on a podcast or had an introduction where someone was. Gave so much attention to my last name, so thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You're well- hey, we we respect really cool stuff, and your last name is cool. <laughs> Ashley Ashley rocks too. Uh, well, uh, Ashley is actually a really cool name too. Yeah, so you you got two great names. Okay, all well, right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. Two fun, adventurous entrepreneurs sharing the experiences of the real secret to success in business. Doing all things with a be good, do good mindset. There is so much bad noise in the world. Let's fight against the noise and flood the world with the good. Find us on Instagram, Stitcher, Twitcher, not Switch. Twitcher? Insta, Insta, Facebook, all those places and where people find people. Twit, it, tweet. Cray- and Crayley is coming soon. Crayley. Crayley.com. Cr- 
Fraley.com. <laughs> Don't forget TikTok. 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 Oh, yeah. TikTok. We should be that. I'm too old for TikTok, I think. Isn't that for only young people? <laughs> All right. All right. Where are we going from here, Ryan? Uh, well, we have some matter of business to take care of right now. A little uh, matter of matter business. of business. Yes, everybody, run over to the Biz for Good. Uh, not the. It's Biz <laughs> for Good Show. That's B I Z. The number four. Goodshow.com. At the front on the front of the page. Click on the Biz for Good checklist so you can create your own Biz for Good life. We give you a uh, several weeks of what to do, how to go out and help people, how to go out and do things that is living that Biz for Good life. We promise that if you do that, you will be more successful than you ever thought possible because the true secret to success is how much good you can do in the world. So go to bizforgoodshow.com, check it out. <sighs> Should I throw in a monkey wrench again? Absolutely. All right, Ashley. We did not go over this in the pre pre whatever you call that. Yeah, that pre yeah, our pre interview with you, we're we're throwing you to the wolves. Are you okay with that, Ashley? Oh goodness. It's okay. Yeah, well we'll see how that goes. We, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you said, whatever. I'm a professional people. She is, she has been very professional. So I'm I am confident she can take this off. <laughs> Uh, so we have lessons in leadership. We like to talk about leadership on the podcast because it is centric to business. And so the question I have for you, Ashley, is how can we assist others more in learning their potential? Mm. On the spot, Ashley. That's a really good question. And, you know, you got time. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's an author that I love. His name is Matthew Kelly. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's written a number of books, um, several on work. And one of the books that he wrote is called The Dream Manager. And he talks about oh, how, yes. you know, big. I've read that. Read this book? Yes, I have. Very okay. interesting book. Yeah. It, and it speaks to this question directly because his the whole thesis of this book is that part of your job as a leader, whether you're an owner with employees or you're a manager, you know, if, if and even if, you know, you just have kids, if all of us are a leader in something that we do. And he's talking about how in the book, it talks about how your one of your primary purposes in your job and your position is to help your employees or help the people you're responsible for leading find their passion and pursue that passion um, and that's what's going to get them most engaged and so developing your people not just in the work but helping them find you know what it is that they love doing and what what it is what their gifts are and what they're good at um, and I think you know, too many of us get too far along in life before we really discover or start using our gifts. So I love that concept. Yeah, I absolutely. Thank you for bringing that book up. That is, it is a great book. They, they create a job of somebody that just manages people's dreams in the company. (laughs) Wow. I like it. Isn't that cool? cool? I like it. Sign me up. Business card. If you were like uh, CEO of dream or like chief dream officer or something. <laughs> yeah i love it that is awesome yeah <laughs> thank you for bringing that book up awesome everybody that's a that's a great gold nugget go get that book and uh super super cool anything else ryan or are we going right into the interview no i appreciate it. that was awesome 
I, I I actually was typing that as we were talking, so it just came to me, and you did. That was awesome. So. We always like to put some little <laughs> little fun tidbits in the show. You know what? Yeah. It, could we? Well. What? Uh, could we could we do a Google challenge? Oh, we, we haven't have, done a Google challenge. We have not done a Google challenge for a long time. Could we just have a? Are, are you up for having a little bit of fun, Ashley? I'm always up. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Okay, Ashley. Here's how the Google challenge works. What happens is we are going to put your title, the title of your show, into Google. And we are going to hit search. And the title of the show, we are going to go to um, page three. Page three, because nobody goes to page three. And then we are going to find what Google has to say about the title of your uh, episode and then we're going to see if you agree or disagree wow you actually come up of course she's on most she's of on the, page she's on most one. of type page one that makes sense really so, so that's why we got to go to page three to get oh here we go what is this mud, mud tire, tire straps? straps no that don't wait work. that might be interesting <laughs> mud tires why is it saying that Ford because you're getting unstuck unlock. You're getting unstuck. Remote unlock. Okay, this may be the weirdest <laughs> bachelor <laughs> in creative writing online. <laughs> we've we've wow. messed up, Bobby. We need to turn around. Okay, and this is. There's only three pages for this search period. Interesting. <laughs> That's good. You know, people aren't talking about this enough. So. True, true. That How about get it, unstuck? Just do get unstuck. No, that's for sure going to be tired. Yeah, <laughs> get no, unstuck. No, just get truck. unstuck. Just take it off. <laughs> we got this. Trust me. Okay. Trust me on this, Ryan. Get, Trust me. This is totally like going to work. Splinter removal. Splinter <laughs> <laughs> removal. How to so. get unstuck? See there. That's a TED talk. That's got to be good. Go to page three. Trust me. This is. Trust me, Ryan. This is going to be so okay. good. I'm trusting you, Bob. Why you're feeling stuck and how to get unstuck? There it is. Okay. Click on it. Let's I, see what it has to say. I like it. I like it. Okay, Ashley, see if you agree with what Google Do- has to say about getting unstuck. Dr. Aaron Olivia, Olivia. Why you're feeling stuck and how to get unstuck. Are you feeling stuck? The experience of sick stuckness is the perception of limited choices. If you think your current job is your only option, even though you've exceeded your goals every year but haven't been promoted, I bet you're feeling stuck. If you're only staying with your boyfriend because you don't think you'll ever meet anyone else, I bet you're feeling stuck. No one likes feeling stuck. But in order to get unstuck, you have to step back and really look at your life. This means assessing the good stuff, like your strengths, abilities, and resources. Next comes the not-so-good stuff, like the limits, problems, and parts you're not satisfied with. Then you have to make a choice. And there's always a choice, no matter the situation. Really? Really. What do you think, Ashley? What do you think of Google? I think all you have to do is just tweak that cause it, and apply it to business owners because I, I think it's spot on. And it, it speaks to what I talk with business owners about all the time, which is they want to exit their business and retire at some point. They just don't know the path forward. So, Getting on the path. Getting on the path. Getting on the path. Okay, yep. I think we're going to have to give that to Ashley. Yeah, I'm giving she that wins. to Ashley. Ashley wins. Good job, <laughs> Ashley. You beat Google. You can put that on on you know some kind of resume thing that you beat Google. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Ashley, we've had fun with you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're actually going to interview you now. Are you okay with that? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, Let, I'm excited to we, be we, here. Everybody wants to hear from you. They, they're tired of hearing from us. So can you tell us a little bit about the first time that being good and doing good meant something to you, maybe a story or, or something where it really hits you that, that uh, being on this earth and doing good things mattered? Yes. So um, I actually grew up, I went to uh, Catholic school my whole life. And so service projects and service requirements were always a part of that. And so I feel like that was drilled into me from a pretty early age. Um, but when I, right after I graduated high school, so I, I was 18. And um, I don't know how I got connected with this or why I participated in it but I ended up doing for about a week a homeless immersion program and so we would go and we would work in various um, charities that are involved with the homeless in Portland and the and the homeless situation in Portland it's actually gotten a lot worse since then but it was pretty bad at the time there's quite a few homeless people and um, the, the not the resources to deal with it and one of the things that we ended up doing so we could put ourselves literally in the shoes of the homeless is one day we ended up dressing like we were homeless and getting cardboard signs and writing on them and panhandling, you know, asking people for money on the street. And that was a very eye-opening experience because you had people who were very kind to you and, you know, people who gave you money. And then you had people who yelled at you and said, get a job and, you know, and so wow. it was just wow. really interesting to to be in the shoes. I, I mean, how often do you have the opportunity to experience empathy in that kind of deep way when when you're helping somebody else? It's, it's really challenging. But I will never forget um, that experience. And actually, what surprised me the most is we made there was uh, we went off in groups of like three or four of us uh, all together and kind of stuck together in a group but in a couple of hours we made a pretty decent amount of money and i remember we went and got burritos afterwards so oh wow wow that is <laughs> but it was interesting just, that was that was the first time i guess where i really um realized you know just and and ever since i have a lot more empathy for um homeless people i feel like i understand a lot what goes into it you know there's a lot of homeless they have mental illness they have you know drug issues and, and diseases and there's just not the support structures in society to to deal with them in an appropriate way and, and i don't have the answers for that but i definitely um, it, it's changed how I how I view um, the homeless population. I was just in Portland a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, there was quite a bit of uh, homeless people off of the interstate there. I remember, yeah, yeah. under the under the bridge, under the in overpasses. Yeah, yeah, and there's a weird. I don't I don't fully understand the politics of it, but it's a weird thing with the city. Basically, the police don't do anything. Um, which is not, I don't think it's a very compassionate way to deal with the homeless population is to just let them run amok. Uh, it's not healthy for them. It's not good for the non-homeless as well. So, you know, I, they're not, they're not policing it at all. And, um, so there, there's a lot of issues, particularly in Portland, but I know other cities have this problem as well. So it's a complicated problem. A little bit ago, Seattle, same thing. 
It was just yeah. tents all over. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. tent cities, little tent cities there. Anyways, that was an amazing story, actually. Actually, yeah. Getting in the footsteps of someone. I, did you feel a little awkward that day? Like, like, um, yeah, I you know, I felt weird because we weren't actually homeless. Yeah. Um, I felt weird taking people's money who thought that we were homeless. But the point was not that we were trying to, you know, scam people or take their money, but that we would actually understand what it what it was like. Yeah, well, um, for sure. Yeah, walking in a mile in someone's foot, footsteps. Yeah, for sure. That's it's an interesting. That's a whole interesting thing. I mean, it, it, there are we talk about being good and doing a good good a lot on the show, but there is only so much you can do, and then other people have to do too. And yeah, you, you, you do have to all. And then when you when you're talking about mental illness, I mean, gosh, there's so much. Uh, if we all, if everybody just stood up and did something good every day and assisted somebody every day, the world would be a better place. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. You want to ask this question, Ryan? It is my favorite question because it is the question. No, <laughs> what is your commitment to a biz for good life? Mm. Mm. That's a really good question. Um, you know, it's funny because I know one of the main tenets of your show is integrity. And um, a while back, we, as an organization at True North, we did a strategic plan. And part of that process was establishing our purpose and our core values. And um, our number one core value is integrity above all else. And um, I, my dad, from a very young age the the piece of advice i remember more than anything that my dad gave me growing up is that you always have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and he, what he meant by that was from an integrity standpoint like to to not be ashamed of of anything that you've said or done and it's really hard it, it takes a you know a, a concerted effort and a commitment to have integrity because we are faced with decisions all the time where we can you know bend the truth or push something under the rug or hide something and you know sometimes that's the easier way out um and i and so i i feel like values are a big driver of what you know what makes those decisions if i if my core value and my first and foremost foremost value is integrity above above all else that definitely helps drive a lot of decisions and and keeps keeps me on the right path um and 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 also we hold that expectation to all of our employees as well and we talk about it in you know meetings and bringing it up so i know a lot of people will create these core values and it's just kind of something that lives on a paper or is on a wall somewhere um the challenge is actually living those values and that's the hard part <laughs> I worked for a place and they had a one of those things that said one team one goal, and uh, something hit the fan one day and I had to go to a supervisor and no I had no support, and I was like what happened to this one team one goal like, and I felt so let down so it's it's critical that we be in you're absolutely right have integrity integrity with what you're as a business it's not just on the wall yeah. for f wallflower, absolutely well you know. 
the uh, there's a quote here our purpose or, or no uh there's a a quote from john maxwell i actually know next to nothing about this guy but he he says a hundred <laughs> years from dude. now all that will matter is the people that you connected with in such a way that you added value and meaning to their lives mm. absolutely awesome i love it cool wow we're 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 we're, we're what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> we got all, we got all serious. We this happens sometimes. Sometimes this, it happens all. Hey, time. this is good. We 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 like to go on a roller coaster where we go. Oh, this is craziness. We're having fun, and then we like to get serious. And then we'll and, cry. And, and sometimes we cry on the show. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful thing. I cry at sad commercials. I can't help it. But uh, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Emotion is a good thing. It's a part of being good and doing good is to get out there and get emotional and get all over people and, and have some fun. And so cool. Integrity. Uh, all right. So we like to ask you next question. Um, what is a challenge that you can give our listeners or a call to action or Maybe a, a gold nugget that you could uh, give our listeners that they could take and use that maybe you've used in your life that has really ass- assisted you. Yeah. So um, have you ever heard of the term or the word Kaizen? It's a Japanese yes. term. Yeah. Six Sigma. It's a, it's a. Yes. Yep. So it means continuous improvement. And I actually, I took a quality control Six Sigma supply chain management class in college. And I I was a business major, but I was a finance major. So I remember being like, why the heck am I taking this class? Like this has nothing to do with what I want to do with my career. Um, But the, the probably out of all the classes that I took in college, the thing that I learned in this class was Kaizen and you know, they, it applied to the manufacturing and Six Sigma and quality control and all that. But where it came up for me is I was like, wow, this is a really neat concept, like small changes, continuous improvement and these small little steps. And so that's the thing that I found that has worked for me in my own life because you know, a lot of times you might have these big goals, uh, that that seem difficult you know you're trying to climb your Everest or whatever that is and you look at the top of the mountain and you think my goodness I don't think I'm ever going to get there um, but it's just one what what is the next thing I can do what is the one next thing I can do and a good example is I shouldn't I probably shouldn't share that, that I'm bad with this but oh perfect I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I am I have been horrible my entire life with being regular about flossing my teeth i do not (laughs) floss nearly as much as i should i hear you and so uh the kaizen principle that i've applied to this is that whenever i fall behind so it ebbs and flows and i still struggle with it i haven't figured it out yet but um (laughs) i um so the first day I'm like, okay, I'm not going to worry about flossing my whole mouth. I'm just going to take the floss out of the drawer and take a piece of floss out and put it on the table. And then the next day I'm going to floss one tooth. And then like, I'll do that for a few days and then I'll floss two teeth. And it sounds ridiculous, but like you can't not, I mean, it's so easy to floss one tooth. (laughs) And so after a couple weeks, you know, I'm working up to five, six teeth. And then before you know it, I'm flossing my whole mouth. And so it's, (laughs) it's the ridiculously small things. Um, and I think a lot of us, and I'm guilty of this too, try to 
look at the world and say, I want to have this big impact on the world and I want to do great things. And I think it's best to just do what you can with what you have and where you are and focus on that. But that's kind of, that. that's my, Kaizen is my, my big, uh, takeaway that I that has helped me in a lot of areas of life um, that I think more people uh, can, can benefit from if they understand that the tiny ridiculous steps that you take can really have a big impact over the long run it's the yeah. same way you eat an elephant right and one, one bite yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I got real lazy about flossing and I just got one of those uh, things that shoot water in your water water, pick. water oh yeah pick. water pick yeah I just could The dentist will tell you it's not the same. I know. I got to do one <laughs> tooth at a time. Yeah, I, I'm also a problem with, the, with the, the flossing thing, but the dentist always gives me crap about it. Are you doing it? And I'm like, oh, ee. <laughs> or do you do the thing where like two weeks before your dental thing? <laughs> you're like, yes. All of a sudden you're like, okay, I got to buckle down and get good. Because I don't want to get the C minus on my on my dental grade. Have you been flossing? Absolutely, I've been flossing every day. You just leave out the two week part. <laughs> I need to I need to Google that word again. What was it? Kaisner. Kaizen. 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 Little by little. K-A-I-Z-E-N. Little pieces. Yeah, I, I I deal with manufacturing a lot, and we do a lot of lean manufacturing stuff. Oh it's yeah. Very very cool. Good 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 stuff. Super cool. Okay, Ryan, what are you gonna what are you gonna ask her? All right. Well, we like to ask the guests, you know, since it's their show and, and it's a title. And it is their show. It's it their isn't show. our show. We just kind of show up we, every week. We're just. It is Ashley's show. Is Did Ashley. you know that, Ashley? <laughs> no, their, but I like that. No, Ashley, <laughs> Mick, 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 oh. Mitchake. Mitchake. Okay. Mitchake. Oh, oh I almost forgot. Mitchake. 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 <laughs> Anyways, the title is Get Unstuck Three Universal Steps to Exiting Your Business. I want to know more about this. Yeah, tell us about that. Mm. Where should I start? <laughs> yeah, just wrap it up in like two or three don't, minutes. Don't think no, about I'm just the. Kidding. Kidding. Take as long as you want. Ford unstuck <laughs> out of your mud tires. <laughs> Anyway, well, I, where did so, it come from? Uh, where did this get unstuck come from? What's the what's the stuck that you're talking about? I'm curious. Well, I find that a, a lot of business owners, uh, particularly well throughout their business career, um, and running their business, they're they're mostly head down and they're focusing on running their business. And when it comes time business. to start starting to think about. Okay, well, maybe I want to, uh, maybe I want to pull back from the business. Maybe I want to, you know, reduce what I'm working. Maybe I want to exit altogether and retire. It's challenging to do that because you, most business owners, I, in my experience, don't know how to make that shift, and so they're still stuck in this. I'm working in my business every day and I don't really know how to back away from that without blowing up my business in the process. And so it, it it's it, there's a lot of stuckness in that when I have conversations with business owner clients who want to retire but they just don't know how to get there. A lot of uh, a lot of people that are work 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 and then they're trying to exit and then they I don't want to face not working because I've been doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's another challenge, too. And, and it's a valid concern. I think a lot of 
business owners will bury their head in the sand about exiting. Um, but because they derive their business is often their baby, especially if they're the founder and they derive their entire, you know, purpose and identity and all of that is wrapped up in their business. And so it's a very scary prospect to think, well, gosh, what the heck am I going to do with my life? And there's actually a lot of research, not just with business owners, but people in general who transition to retirement after the initial euphoria of, wow, I have all this time to do all these things that I didn't have time to do when I was working. After that kind of wears off, if you're not careful, you can get bored and depressed and you kind of lose your purpose. You don't have as many social contacts that you did through work. And so there's a lot of negative things that can happen when people um, retire. So it's a valid concern that business owners have that they're like, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I, you know, I know I want to retire someday. I know I don't want to keep doing this forever. Or maybe I'm, you know, working way too much and I just want to um, dial that back. And um, so everybody's path to their exit and their retirement looks a little bit different. But the key is figuring out how to how to stay on that path, how, what that path looks like and how to manage that without blowing up your business because if you just back if you go from working 60 hours a week to working one day a week you know you can't do that overnight um that would drive me crazy i i'd say i'm gonna work until i die i love what i do i don't know but a lot of people don't understand with an exit you you got to have a company that's not just you and I don't mean yeah. I don't mean a solopreneur. I mean there's a lot of companies that have lots of employees and stuff, but it's built around one person and it's not sellable. It's not exactly. Yeah, and actually, if a if a business revolves around you as the business owner, you're potentially leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, depending on the size of your business, on the table. Uh, because if if you as the owner are critical to the operations of the business, no, that's not a marketable business yep. to an outsider or even an insider yep. either. So, um, but it's interesting because there are things that I think a lot of business owners would be very satisfied with um, making themselves obsolete in terms of like the day-to-day operations, but still being involved, still maintaining, you know, a percentage of ownership. And so the beauty of running and owning a business is that when you quote unquote retire, it doesn't have to go from working full time to full time retired overnight. Um, that can be a transition period that can happen. And business owners have the flexibility to do that, but they have to have the right people, the management, the next generation running the business so that they can step away. And there's a, a lot of other things that go into that too, like having processes and efficiencies. Um, but it's mainly about people. If you do not have the people yep. who can replace you, uh, then you don't have a marketable or sellable business. Or if you do, it's worth a lot less than what it would otherwise be worth. So true. There, speaking of books, there's a great book out there with all of that in it, Built to Sell. Have you heard of that book? Built to sell. I have. I haven't read it though. Yeah. yeah I, it, it it it's exactly what it's that's exactly what it says. It's exactly what it's talking about. You you can't sell a business that's that's about you. 
You have yeah. to have processes and procedures and that anybody can step into any job if they need to. You can hire people on go. I mean, it's, it's actually a great book, especially for service companies, because a lot of service companies don't realize most service companies aren't very sellable. You have, right. to, you have to turn it into a product, even though it's a service. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that's a very common in, in my industry, in, in the financial advisory, in CPAs, attorneys, all of those are very challenging because a lot of it's about the personality of, of the owner. Yeah. Um, so. So true. Well, cool. Awesome. Is that, do you have a book? No. You, so you just speak on this. This. I do. Yeah, I, I speak on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where can people get a hold of Ashley Mickache? Mickache. 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 Ashley Mickache. It's sad because I'm like, oh, I've got this. And then I don't got it. What is the deal? Mickache. I know. It's so hard. I always joke with people who like look at my name but don't know how to say it i say if you can pronounce my name correctly i'll give you a million dollars and i've never i've never had to write that iou to anyone. wow <laughs> so we gotta plant somebody yeah. go right. into her place no i always care i always i'm sure to clarify that i'm not gonna actually write you a million dollar check i'm gonna write you an iou there you go and if you ask my husband i never pay on any bets ever so (laughs) very smart lady very very good well ashley what were we saying about integrity earlier (laughs) (laughs) Uh, life is an interesting thing it's a beautiful beautiful thing well ashley thank you so much for being on the show I think we got some really, really cool insights, some good gold nuggets. Any, anything, any last words? Morgan, you've been quiet over there. He's been texting me, chatting me over yeah, here. Yeah, been... trying to just uh, give support notes and things. I looked up Kaizen for <laughs> Oh, you for looked Ryan. up Kaizen for Ryan. You guys have been, they've been taking notes while yeah, you've been, been talking. Taking good, good notes here. <laughs> support notes here. <laughs> any, any last words, Ryan? No, thank you, Ashley, for joining us for this crazy ride we call the Biz for Good show and showing up and and. and coming from portland there and we love it look out for her on the streets of portland they're panhandling right? <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just teasing so can yeah. you tell us where can everybody get a hold of you what websites any of that stuff yeah so uh the website is true north ra.com and actually uh if you go to true north ra.com forward slash value my business i have a really unique cool tool that will allow business owners with just a few pieces of information in about five minutes get a really good strong estimate of their business value which is truly understanding what your business is worth is the first step to getting unstuck so we make that available uh, to anyone who wants to use it for free um, and I, I've had so much good feedback from clients and people who all of a sudden they see what their business up. is worth and now they they know the path forward. So what is that URL again? It's truenorthra.com forward slash value my business. Forward slash. We're looking it up right now because we like to do stuff like that. So we will also put these links on the website and stuff so people can also find it. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, so they'll get 
lifetime access to the tools so you can value your business today. You can value your business a year from now. Um, and you can update it anytime as well. And it's, it's always free. And then there's a, I provide a PDF checklist to make it easier to gather the information. And I have a tutorial video that walks you through the valuation software tools. So if you're one of those people who shies away from technology, um, I walk you through the, the whole process, which only takes about five minutes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being on the show. We like to, uh, get a little crazy to, to end the show. Uh, Ryan, you going to take us out? Uh, yeah, so we always end the show with three hashtags. Um, hashtag be good, do good, and we get crazy and loud, and we try to outdo Bobby on the third one. So you get louder and louder is how mm-hmm. this works. You ready, Ashley? We <laughs> Step up a notch. You'll, you'll love it. It's so, we so say, fun. Hashtag be good, do good three times. Yes. All right, here we go. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. There, okay, that's a wrap. That's a, that's a good wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go 